Are we on? Is this thing on? Hello, hello. <laughs> I know, right? It's it's People one of those first. things. Good morning. How are you doing, man? No joking today, Steve, but that's uh, that's funny that we didn't even know we were live. The live stream is I know, live. I know. That's that's the joke. I think Alex has been playing a f make, making us look a fool today, you know? Our producer, <laughs> Alec Dinkoff. Let's put his name out there again. It yeah, makes yeah, him cringe yeah. every time, but... Actually, you know, Alec put a great article out on LinkedIn yesterday about the fact yeah, that, I saw it. listen, we don't need to be joking about April 1st, April Fool's Day. We got enough troubles in our life. So let's, uh, let's not add to the, to the worries of the world. I think that's pretty wise advice. In fact, other, other people have said the same thing, including Seth Godin in his blog this morning, which was kind of interesting to me. Yeah, I don't know how you keep up with all these blogs, man. Um, I, I, I struggle bandwidth, but you know, fair play to you. But well, one thing I did get to do this morning, though, um, and uh, it did make me smile. Um, listening to your podcast yesterday and hear you sing Big, Billy Idol. And I'm oh, like, great. man, great. I said, I said, why can't we get him to sing Billy Idol on, on these, these daily streams, you know? So, uh, well, but yeah, you, know. you know, you never know. I have to yeah. be in the right mood, but. You know, that was an interview I recorded way before, you know, the pandemic changed our lives. And I, I we talked about it yesterday. I debated about yep. content and putting out the weekly show and, and how to handle that. And I'm I glad thought, I, I thought you handled it nicely, man. I thought you handled it nicely. Thanks. Very good. Thanks. Very good. Little setup just to tell people that this was this was yep. not recorded last week or even uh, last month. It was it was a while ago, but it was it was relevant and it was inspiring. So workplaceinnovator.com, folks, if you're not uh, if you're interested for something other than these live stream current event shows and conversations, there's some, there's some hopefully, hopefully evergreen content that will hit you whenever you're in a mood for it and take your mind away from what's going on in the world. So that's what yeah, we're no, trying I, to do is, is, is it certainly that. did that for me this morning. So thank you. Thank you. Oh, awesome. um, so listening. a couple of things. Yeah, no, 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 no. And a couple of things I wanted to sort of touch base to you. I want to hear your, your thoughts. So, you know, when we listen to the news, we talk about the apex, right? Everyone talks about the apex and it always seems to be this shifting target right and i don't really understand why governor cuomo mentioned yesterday you know they're using five models and that's why they give this range but how do you feel what's what's your approach whenever you hear you know it's seven to 21 days what what, what goes through your state how do you think about that well I, I like to know where that guess is coming from what models are using and what assumptions are using i think it was dr fauci who said listen all the models are are great in some some way, but they're also flawed because it's it's all about feeding in the assumptions. You can have the worst case scenario or the best case scenario, and he said it's usually something in between. But I trust at this point, I trust him, and I trust the other experts who can look at those models and, and tell us the best course to make decisions. But they're they're uh, dealing with imperfect information. Although you're starting to see patterns, I think time is the is the thing we have to wait for and and see what what the numbers look like, you know, a week from now, a, a month from now at the end of April 30th. But I wasn't surprised when they extended the 15 day, yeah. you know, stay at home recommendation to, to, a, to another 30 days, and it'll, it'll likely go beyond. But I, I you know, I heard uh, Dr. Fauci on another podcast this morning, I do consume a lot of stuff because I, I just enjoy it. And it's while I'm doing other things. So uh, uh, Dr. Sanjay Gupta has a mm. podcast called Coronavirus Fact versus Fiction. And I've been listening to him since day one. He probably started the show three weeks ago. It's in a daily, it's a daily show. Usually it's only about five or 10 minutes, but today's was 30 minutes of Dr. Fauci, an interview he did with Dr. Fauci. So they're longtime friends and he's, you know, been around forever. And uh, this is unprecedented where he's, he's been in the business of infectious disease for 40 years and, 
and we're facing something he's never seen before. But to, to hear his calming, steady voice, and yeah. he is a data-driven guy um, where he looks at the information and then dispassionately tells us the facts. Um, I like that. I think that's comforting to people, and especially in today's yeah. world. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it is. And I, I totally get it. I totally get it. And, and sort of, we, you know, we, we both talked about data yesterday, and I'm sure we'll continue to talk about data going forward. But one, uh, one statistic I heard uh, overnight was uh, NYPD, 15% of them are out sick at the moment. That's a crazy that right? number. I that's a crazy that. number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, you know, it's 15%. You go 15%. Well, it's a big, it's a big police force. That's a huge number. But that's, yeah. that's 15%. That's families, households, you know. Um, yeah. It's, uh, you know, these guys. Really hit hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, those guys, line, again, front... reminds us of the, 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 the boy, the, the front lines of, of this battle, whether it's mm -hmm. the first responders like police and and uh, fire and EMTs, but but the nurses and and we can't say it enough. The nurses and doctors and other healthcare practitioners that are are leading this fight uh, and putting themselves at risk and their families at risk. So we just have to thank them, uh, you know, daily, and yeah. uh, be appreciative of what they're doing. So it is it is yeah. um, overwhelming to to kind of comprehend. But New York is overwhelming. I, every time I walk into that city, <laughs> it's uh, it's a lot of people in a in a very small place. And I and I've always enjoyed visiting New York. I don't know how you live there and how you work there on a day to day basis, but it's just how many people? Eight million? What's what's the population? Depends. Of New York? I, I'm not entirely sure, uh, and I'll probably get. Uh, I don't want to say a number because people will probably it will, will will show me wrong. Put it in the comments. Let us know. But um, yeah, it's a lot it's, of people big, in one place. City. It's a lot of and that's it's a lot of people. The and then there's there's yeah. and then during the day it's even more because so many people travel to it to for, for work. You know. But, uh, but, you know, the, the other thing is it's, it's a resolute city, right? It is a very much a city that comes together, very yeah. much a city that uh, sort of pulls. And I actually, I was a little bit late getting, getting on with you guys this morning. As you know, I was actually on a, um, a work call uh, with 50 other of my colleagues. And uh, it, was, it was great. It was great to see uh, everyone from around the world joining in, see their faces, seeing their different emotions, you know, and, and everyone was talking about the resolute, you know, uh, a lot of the talk was about how New York city every night at 7 PM it's outside that you can hear all these cheers clapping and, you know, everyone's yeah. coming together and it's, it, it's wonderful. It's so good. It's so good. That's great. And, and are people doing well as far as your colleagues at work? I'm curious to know, and that's the kind of the subject matter for my live stream later today on workplace innovator interactive at noon, yeah. it's going to be noon Eastern. I got to remember we're, we're broadcast yeah. uh, uh, all over the place, but noon Eastern on Wednesdays, we have two health yeah. and well-being workplace specific workplace well-being experts uh, coming up on the show today. And I just really want to get into that, you know, mental health, mental well-being, personal side of things. How are we handling it personally? How are we handling it with our employees, with our teams? What, what did you see in those faces you saw this morning? Uh, one happiness to be honest it's uh, oh, just good. happiness in a sense to be seeing each other that social interaction you know it's a bit like i was late on i got to see you guys again and it was just like it's just great you know you get that sort of connection it's really good it's really good so uh no it was a lot of faces a lot of really interesting um virtual backgrounds um uh, that were ever evolving um which which are great and and i'm, I'm sure it's some point over the, through this uh, period, there will be a virtual background company that creates just these backgrounds for you to insert yourself into 
an actual background. So almost you, you feel like you're in the person, you know, you're in that location. So uh, who knows? Yeah, I wonder who'll be the first to credit, you know, you know, totally so, uh, share our personality. But it was, it was really good. It was really good. Um, well, yeah. Know, like, one of my guests, I, I hate to cut you off, but, but Rex Miller. To give a shout out to my guests uh, who are coming up, uh, Rex Miller and Carrie Weckelow. Yeah. So do you know Rex yeah. Miller, the health, yeah. healthy workplace nudge? Yeah, actually. Yeah, actually. I have, I have his book summarized on open source workplace. So, uh, so oh, yeah, cool. you can let it, you can let him know but it's, it's, it's up there and uh, we have it. Yep. Well, let's share a link to that in today's uh, description yeah, yeah. and people can get a little preview before they hop on the live stream at noon later yeah, today. But, yeah. but Rex, um, you know, his book was released about a year ago, maybe a little longer, uh, you know, about mm -hmm. um, what is the subtitle, how healthy people, culture and buildings lead to high performance. So he had all this research, all these numbers. And listen, he was telling me he was on my podcast. Uh, maybe it was a couple years ago now that that, we are already facing a crisis in the workplace, stress and, you know, uh, mental strain and, and just the physical, uh, you know, difficulty people are having balancing their lives, you know, work, work life balance is out the window. It's all about integration. Now it never ends. Our, our lives are just one continuous stream of, of consuming information and, and delivering it to our employers and to others. So he had a lot of numbers, uh, two years ago that were frightening to me. And I'm, I'm really anxious to catch up with him today and uh, do a webinar with him later this month where we really will dig into some of his latest research on that. So, um, and just to give a shout out to Carrie, Carrie was a guest uh, last week's show, episode 101, Carrie Weckelow. She wrote a book called Culture Infusion, Nine Principles to Create and Maintain a Thriving Organizational Culture. And she always, every one of her chapters uh, tied in a, tied in a well-being component. She has lots of inspirational quotes mm. and also this idea of, of approaching things in a personal human being way, which is what I'm all about. It's like, we're in the workplace, we're talking to FM and CRE leaders, but they're human beings who are, who are having to take care of themselves and others. So it's, it's a really important topic and I'm, I'm uh, thrilled to have them on. Yeah, it's having a look to see if uh, we've summarized that book. I don't think we have as yet, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We've got a long list of books and uh, and, and shout out to Alec. Alec actually narrates the, the the actual articles and then we put it out on our podcast. So if you want to listen to to Alec's very soothing voice, then uh, yes. you can uh, go over to the podcast and uh, and enjoy that. The dulcet <laughs> tones of Alec Didgoff. Yes, yes, yes. Check it out, folks. So, so one of the things I'd be curious to know, uh, so it, this is this is one of the things that I've noticed I'm struggling with. Okay. Um, and I'm curious to see where, where your head is. And, and obviously, as you do your stream later today, um, what sort of guidance that uh, your guests provide. But, you know, I, I find that I come, we do this in the morning. I, I sit down for, for, to go to work thereafter. And I literally don't move until like 8 p.m. at night and maybe go to, you know, the restroom, go to grab a drink or whatever it is, but I don't allow myself to come away and recharge. And, and a lot of it is, it's, it's, it's not a, it's not a bad thing per se, but again, it's, it's how do, how do, uh, it's something I'm trying to consciously work on. How do I get up, move away, allow myself to take those breaks, allow myself to recharge through the day. Um, because although I can look at my day today and it look, doesn't look too bad, I, I know what the day is going to unfold to be. Oh, sure. Uh, but I, I don't know whether you're, you're experiencing the same and, and some things that you may be, tactics you may be uh, using to, to mitigate. Yeah, that. you know, it's funny you say that. Since this whole quarantine, lockdown, however you want to call it, came into being, I've always been a, 
work from home remote guy. So I used to always have my home office and then the rest of my house and it never was a problem. I do my work in my home office. Similarly, you, I'd have moments of, of just steady hours at the desk doing podcast editing or what have you, conference calls, uh, interviews. But these days, I've kind of spread out. I feel bad for my wife a little bit. I've spread out all over the house. I've got different <laughs> locations. I've got the, uh, the basement here where I do these broadcasts. I've got my home uh, office upstairs. Um, so I'm blessed with a lot of space within my particular domain here. So I do try to keep changing up the setting. In fact, there are a couple of comments on some of the Zoom calls with my colleagues down in Houston. They're like, you're not sitting in the same place you were last time we were on. I'm like, I'll sit in the kitchen or I'll sit you know, uh, in, the, in the living room or, mm. or where, wherever just to kind of break it up because I think that's important. And especially for, for someone like you and me who are used to traveling and uh, you know, spending time out of the office and interacting with people, it's, it's a challenge. It's going to be interesting to hear what the experts have to say, but I just know I need to do that. I need to find ways to continue to connect with folks. Again, phone calls. I'll still do the walk around the block with my with yeah. my AirPods in, whether I'm listening to a podcast or or talking to someone. And and I think that's important if you can get outside, especially now that the weather's getting nice. You know, mm -hmm. maintain your distance because a lot of your neighbors are probably out there too. But yeah. definitely get that fresh air. Uh, don't don't get stuck in in that one spot you know where you're where you just it's easy to do and i and i yeah i can appreciate what you're talking about there yeah no i mean it's i i'm usually really disciplined so when, I, when i'm in the office i'll get in it at the same time every day i will always always 90 percent of the time go and get outside for for 30 minutes bit walk to grab something to eat walk back whatever it is and then i leave the office at the same time because i have a train schedule uh therefore i get the chance to sit down relax and do whatever right you know but now the time is just all consumed. And again, this isn't really a, a not complaining, right? It's just, let's not miss mistake yeah. what this is. This is trying to, if I'm thinking this, I have to assume that anyone listening to this is thinking the Absolutely. same, going through the same process, you know? And I'd love to hear, you know, comments, whether you're watching us live, whether you're watching us afterwards, you know, let us know what are the things that you're experiencing that uh, you find difficult that we could talk about here. But also if there are tactics or things or solutions that you find that uh, you may think the, the audience may be interested to know, let us know. And, uh, you know, you can email us at oswdaily at gmail.com or, or put a comment in, on YouTube or LinkedIn. And we seem to be a lot of comments on LinkedIn, very little. Yeah. YouTube, YouTube's a very private community, obviously very uh, introverted, but uh, you know, we, we do get comments on our, our other uh, uh, social channels. So uh, well, but, unless you're um, trying to get to sleep. Remember yesterday, we got to go to those deep yeah. music channels <laughs> and just chat with those folks. That's true. But, but I think That's you're true. right. I think that everybody has a story. Everybody's different. This is what, this was yeah. what I was getting into before the, the pandemic kind of, you know, side sidetracked a lot of the conversations we were having. I think we alluded to this too. And in my normal routine, I was heading no, more towards this discussion about workplace, about productivity, about the war for talent and the need to, to give people what they want to make them come to an organization. So, you know, our workplace leaders have this incredible opportunity. And I believe this is going to continue to be even more essential in the future, whatever our new normal looks like is meeting the needs of the people, making them comfortable, putting them in, a, in their best place so they could be their, their most productive, best selves. Healthy, health and well-being is a key part of that. We started to discuss a lot of those things. And a lot of it was not, it was, you know, there was a conversation for a couple of years around the generations, you know, the millennials yeah. want this yeah. and, the, yeah. and yeah. the boomers want this. And, 
and they're totally different. Well, I found that it was more about people. And the more I talk to researchers who are really digging into this, there are so many great workplace researchers, experts who have done the, the, the work to find out what's really going on. It's more about our personality. It's about how we process information, how we do our work, what type of work we're doing. You know, activity-based working was, was huge and will continue to be, you know, finding the right space for the right work. And especially in the, the office setting, you know, we need to find those, those points of, of appropriateness, I guess is the word, but, but yeah. it's, it's all about the people. And now we're going to add this layer on top. And I, there's some great new articles. I'm, I've, again, I can't read them all. I have bandwidth <laughs> limitations too, Steve, but I'm going to point you to some uh, in the coming days. Uh, HOK Architects, you know, K mm. Sargent mm-hmm. and others there are just doing some brilliant work as far as their workplace yeah. practice. And they put a series of articles out. I think you just go HOK Workplace series. Um, it's all about, you know, making it through this uh, coronavirus pandemic. Uh, they've got five parts out there so far. First, it was about remote working. Then it's about what are they going to be the future takeaways for the workplace, lessons learned in the construction market. And then today's I haven't read yet, but design strategies for work and life following COVID-19. I mean, how, how, uh, tantalizing is that article and uh, mm. something I really have been asking a lot about. And I, I, think, I don't think it's too early to ask. I know it's going to be a long time till we get beyond this and get back to the uh, built environment, back to our offices. But it's about now, you know, especially for our audience of, of FM and workplace leaders, it's about what will they need to be dealing with when they get back into the built environment, back into the, into the physical space and, and helping yeah. people do that. No, definitely uh, take a look. That that'll be interesting. Curious to see what their uh, thoughts are and how the workforce or workplace will change. You know how much how how increasing will flexibility play into leadership's viewpoint, right? Um, I actually listened to I did listen to another podcast this morning, Cushion Wakefield, rebalancing work life balance. Um, I put a link in the description below, um, and and they were talking about some of the statistics on. You know how people perform productivity increases when they have the flexibility so at right. the moment we're going through this it's not really a work from home it's a pandemic work from home so it's not real true work from home environment because to your point and things that sort of people have been mentioning it's we're working from home but the kids are there the dogs there the cats there you know the other family members are there and everyone's trying to be in the same space to do whatever it is they have to do and it's a really it's a challenge. It's not really a true analysis of work from home. I think what this shows is actually is as humans, how flexible we are, how organization, how fluid we can be, how we adapt uh, quickly to changes in the environment. And I suspect, you know, I, I know what I've witnessed and I'm sure you're witnessing the same and it'd be interesting to hear other people's perspective is organizations continue. People continue to do the job and deliver what's required. Um, but what's going to be interesting, and again, I can't wait read to, wait to read the actual article so how do how does a design company see this change are they predicting or projecting changes based on some of the feedback they ever see from the customers or the construction market really really curious so we should take a read and uh, and touch on that tomorrow maybe yeah definitely i i want to know what they're thinking and certainly they don't have all the answers i'm sure and it's of course be, of uh, course interesting uh, to see how it all plays out but the other thing I'll, I'll take, kind of combine the two things I read this morning uh, with the Dr. Fauci interview, he alluded to it briefly, but didn't really 
dive into it. I'm sure we will. But going back to whatever the new normal is, whether that's life at work, life at just interacting with others back once the pandemic is behind us. And again, it will be behind us. That's the other big message I want to make sure we send because those mm -hmm. folks out there who it's very easy to kind of get caught up in the daily news cycle and, and, and the, the projecting out and worry and anxiety and please try to stay in the moment. Just take it day by day. We will get through this. It's going to be a different world on the other side of this, but there's going to be some silver linings. We're going to be uh, better in some ways. Certainly we do uh, not look forward to uh, the loss of, of life and, and health that we've seen in our friends and family. I'm sure everybody will be touched by this if they haven't been already in some way, shape or form, but we're resilient people. As you said, Steve, New Yorkers are resilient. Uh, the, the American people, when push comes to shove, we've been through a lot. And Dr. Fauci said there will be some, some maybe subliminal, he called it, post-traumatic stress disorder or whatever you want to call it, mm. going back into the world because you're always going to be heightened in your awareness now, those who weren't before, about the possibility of being infected uh, with anything, whether it's this, this uh, coronavirus or something new. So how do we how do we help people through that? Because that's another angle of this. You know, you want people to be comfortable and and productive. And I know we'll get back to, you know, our brains are are designed to help us deal with tragedy, deal with with difficulty, and then process that and then forget it. Thankfully, there's a, there's kind of a short-term memory switch. If you've ever been through, I'm sure you have, uh, uh, you know, tragic times or, or difficulties. We all have in, in, in certainly, um, some collective way through 9-11 we alluded to last week so there's some similarities there but certainly differences in this because it's going to be an ongoing threat but that was that was also the case with 9-11 there was an ongoing threat of, of the next terrorist attack so i think we're going to right. learn a lot about people and helping them cope with things and manage things by by giving them as much comfort and, and control as possible but you and i both know uh, how do you deal with this? Because I know that there are things in life you just can't control, right? So you have yeah. to deal with those things and, uh, and manage anxiety and, and worry. Uh, do you want to, you want to get on the couch here with me, Steve? And, uh, and sure, I'll, I'll be the course, uh, therapist here and just ask you, <laughs> you know, how you deal with it. Um, no, I'm cause, happy cause to the share. The worries can get us down. Yeah. Um, it, it's funny you say that. And I know you didn't know I did this, but I actually put a link in the description to uh, a meditation book that I've been working my way through it. I use an audio book um, and it's, it's, uh, I'm going to misquote it. So I don't want to, yeah. Um, Have you been a practitioner of meditation seconds. in the past? or is this A little a bit, for a you? little bit, a little bit. It is, it's, it's called stress less accomplish more by emily fletcher and there's stress a link below. less accomplish you, more you've dropped out there for a second stress stress less accomplish more yeah it's and also okay. for my tongue it's really hard to stress less because my accident the way my tongue rolls whatever <laughs> we'll something, it just, it just comes out there you go yeah. <laughs> i appreciate that but in essence it, this is a meditation where you take 15 minutes twice per day uh i do it when i get up in the morning and i try to do it in sometime during the afternoon um, and it just helps the body uh, relax. And it, it's, it's a little different to what I'd done before. I try to listen to apps, um, and apps are good, but you never get to that real deep relaxation where this strategy is what Emily's trying to portray and put through. So I, I, I do that. I do it when I get up in the morning. 
yeah. um, in the morning. And, and it's a combination of that brain working, trying to, you know, you have a phrase, you keep repeating the phrase while your body relaxes. And what, that, right. what, I, what, what I experience in that is that almost like another section of my brain opens up. And my, while my body's going into a deep relaxation, my brain's kind of working harder. Um, and it, it's really hard to explain, but it's, I, find it, I find it really relaxing. I find it, once I come out of it, very calm. Um, and then the other things that I do to sort of maintain some of these things is I always have a daily shake. So drink, not a body shake, but a drink okay. um, full of nutrients. So those are the sort of things that I try to do to keep myself appeased, you know, with, um, with various various supplements in there that sort of keep me going you know yeah what about yourself what do you do you must have tactics you you know you're always very calming and what what do you do uh well i tried an app with the calm app have you heard of calm Mm -hmm. and they went 69 dollars from me to hear oh wow matthew mcconaughey read me a good night story try try uh all right let's go to sleep now this is matthew mcconaughey all right. Well, I'm not sure like, he wants you to sleep. He just wants you to look <laughs> at his body. Right? Every every movie he's in, he just has to find some excuse to take his shirt off. You know. I'll tell you what, but, um, I, and I'm going to cancel that. I tried it for a week, but it's coming up on being canceled before the sixty dollars. Yeah, try try but, try, uh, try uh, brain dot fm. Brain, brain dot dot fm. Yeah. Okay. The, basically, it's different uh, yeah. levels of uh, you know. If you want to get. Um, uh, focus. There's focus section. There's a, a nap section. There's a, a meditation section in it, um, and it's free, I believe. And I think there's a paid subscription where you get access to a lot more, able to download and all the rest of it. But sorry, I interrupted you. I just thought I'd throw. No, that I was going to say those techniques are good. And and the one thing the Calm app did is every time you you launch it, it says breathe, take a moment to breathe, and just take yeah. a deep breath or something like that, which yeah. is something we yeah. all just forget to do, right? It's, as we get into this kind of frantic short shortness of breath and taking some deep breaths or some techniques. Again, I'm no health and well-being expert folks. And, and I am the one who struggles with eating right. I'm I've the only shakes I've had are, are, you know, uh, milkshakes <laughs> from Chick-fil-A. So I think uh, Steve and I, Steve could teach me a lot, but, but I have been more mindful and more uh, careful about, about the food I eat. And cause I am prone to, you know, comfort eating, as I think I mentioned before, so you got to be careful if that's your habit or if that's your if that's your happy place, you know, finding yeah. some comfort food that could be real dangerous and, and trying to, to keep that under control. So I've done a better job in recent months before this whole situation unfolded. But but over the years, I've certainly dealt with, you know, anxiety or, or a feeling of overwhelmness when you when you have a lot of responsibility and a family and work and, and, and things like that. So I, I've always been a, a person uh, who leans on his faith and I and I lean on my uh, my trust in in things that I can't control that that I, I believe that God is in control and so that there's a peace of mind that comes from that mm-hmm. and there's there's peace that comes from uh, you know reading my my Bible and Scripture but these techniques about the way where our bodies are are in need of of nutrition and breathing exercise and exercise overall I mean running is a key for me so I'm not going to be one out running a marathon but if I run three miles four miles on a, on a really good day. I, I feel so much better after where my blood mm-hmm. pressure goes down. Everything, everything is, is good. So that is a, a key during these difficult times is to continue to be active and continue. Also, I, I thrive on these, these human connections. So yeah, I'm yeah. glad we're doing this each day. This is something that, that gets my day started. I, I can't say it enough. Thank you, Steve, for inviting me to be a part of this 
uh, live stream with you. It helps me wake my brain up and get going and, and it puts a smile on my face in otherwise difficult times. Yeah, it's, uh, I, don't, I don't know how you find your mornings, don't I? Um, so I used to have that relaxation morning, take what I want, do a little bit of work in open source workplace. But now that we're doing this, it's like my brain kind of changes the programming. Okay, I, I got to find stuff to talk about today. I got I to gotta find things to do in the sense of what, what are we going to be, what are we, you and I going to be talking about? What's well, interesting, you know? Um, we're gonna, I want to touch on it tomorrow. Um, and uh, sort of maybe this will be a teaser or whatever it is, but uh, yeah, as, we go through, as we go through everything that we're going through today, is this the time where Amazon will bring drones to deliver our packages? And would people prefer drones to deliver packages given some of the issues that people may, be, may face? You Interesting know? So question. It's, uh, yeah, 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 so maybe we can uh, touch on that tomorrow. All technologies, what other technologies yeah. will impact our lives and also our workplaces right i know that one of the the things that the workplace is famous for for is lagging behind in technology the gap <laughs> you've got your personal yeah. technology we've got our phones you know we've got all these apps that allow us to do some great things you walk into your workplace and in many ways there's a huge drop off in yeah. the ability to interact order things get communicate so i'm excited to see if this situation forces employers workplaces to you know maybe start really enacting some of the capabilities voice we, we use alexa i don't think it's super ac accurate but siri alexa there's still a long way to go with that ai and, and voice recognition but but boy we're, we're close to really using it for a lot of things in our personal lives pretty effectively mm -hmm. what about the workplace you know yeah. we're going to want to touch fewer surfaces that may put us at risk voice yeah. Maybe a way to, to ease those people's worries, ease our employees' worries in the workplace and just kind of give them the option to so uh, are you are you are you an Alexa Alexa at home guy or what what are you? Yeah, I have an Alexa at home, but I also I'm, all my products are Apple. i am an Apple an iPhone, you know, Apple iPad. So I'm all over the place with technology, but but I've tried with limited success to use voice. Are you a successful mm. voice dictator when it comes to text? Nah, not really. Not yeah. really. No, no, it hasn't really, I haven't really got there yet. Um, I think it's probably because of my, my, my silly accent. It's been all over the place <laughs> and I say different words in different ways. So uh, I don't think Siri or Alexa or anybody really knows what I'm doing um, <laughs> or what great. I'm saying. You know, it's, it's difficult for humans to interpret what I'm saying. Yeah, half the time. You say. know what I mean? So. <laughs> even with our emotional uh, iq it's hard uh, to do uh, it is it is it is but uh as, as we wrap up here um thanks again and anybody who's watching you know please do just subscribe to the channel uh let your comments questions that you have for us things that you want us to discuss how can we be of service because that's the sort of spirit where mike and i both come from Absolutely. um you know and, and it's this isn't where this is two guys who chat who, who love this industry who want to give back to the industry who want to really help people go through what it what it is we're going through at the moment you know we're all in this together and uh, we want to chat about things that sort of people want to talk about so uh so do do, do comment and uh you know even when you're on youtube you can comment even when we're not doing a live stream we will read we will comment Absolutely. we will go back to you all right so uh so thanks mike and uh have a cheers. great day and I'll chat tomorrow See you tomorrow cheers man all right cheers bye